You're listening to Comedy Central. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hello, welcome to CP Time, the only show that's for the culture. Today, we'll be discussing blacks in horse racing. Usually when you think of horse racing, the only black thing that comes to mind is the horse itself. Turns out many of the people riding them have been black too. Not to take anything away from those black horses though. Stay strong, my horse brothers. (laughs) For many years in the early days of organized horse racing, black jockeys were extremely common in the sport. Partly because black people had a lot of experience taking care of horses during slavery and partly because riding horses was the best way to prevent the police from stopping you for a broken taillight. Take the Kentucky Derby, the biggest event in the sport. It's so popular, you've probably heard of it, even if you're not a gambling addict that blew his kids college money and lost the house on weekend races. Sorry, baby, Whispering Willow was supposed to be a sure thing. In the first Kentucky Derby in 1875, 13 out of 15 jockeys were black. And the winner of that race was Oliver Lewis. Oliver rode to victory on his horse, Aristides. Strange name, but it was the 1800s. If you got a black jockey, you got to at least give the horse an extra white name to balance things out. Despite his success, Lewis retired from racing the very same year he won the Derby, which is understandable. With the prize money he won, he could finally achieve the dream of every black man in 1875 Kentucky. Moving out of Kentucky. And not only were black people the first to do it, but they were some of the best. Like Isaac Burns Murphy. Seen here thinking about racism, probably. Isaac was considered one of the greatest jockeys in history. He was the first person to win the Kentucky Derby three times. And... His win record is still unmatched to this day at 44%. Murphy was the first rider ever 
to be inducted into the Horse Racing Hall of Fame, which is the highest honor a jockey can receive other than being told, hmm, you're actually taller than I expected. But despite their success in the sport, black riders soon all but disappeared from horse racing, making it yet another thing that started out very black, but became very white, much like rock and roll or Brooklyn. And that's because in the early 1900s, there was a concerted effort to push black jockeys out of the sport. White racers engaged in harsh tactics, both on and off the track. They would hit black riders with riding crops or run them into the rails. Two-time derby winner Jimmy Winkfield was even threatened by the Ku Klux Klan. The irony, he and the KKK both love riding horses. If equestrianism can't trump hate, then I don't know what can. The harassment got so bad that in 1904, Winkfield left the country to become a racing superstar in Russia. Do you know how bad it's gotta get for a black man to move to Russia? They didn't even have black people over there back then. Although maybe that's the secret. Gotta get in early before they learn how to do racism. But soon enough, practically the only black jockeys you could find were those creepy little statues on rich white folks' lawns. Between 1921 and the year 2000, not a single black jockey even raced in the Derby. Do you understand how long that is? It took all the way until the Baja men released who let the dogs out for a black person to compete again. Not saying that the two are related, unless, <laughs> nah, that, you're being crazy, Roy. Now, one black rider who did make waves during those years was Cheryl White, the first licensed black female jockey in America. Cheryl started her career racing straight out of high school, which means she was the most influential black teenager on a horse until little Nas X came around. And she didn't need the help of Miley Cyrus's daddy. At just 17 years old, White was already winning races and gracing the cover of Jet Magazine, which is incredibly impressive. Nowadays, most 17-year-olds I know could only make the cover of Dumbass Up To No Good Magazine. I see you boys doing the vaping before school. I will snitch on you. Watch me. So the next time you think of horse racing, think about the black jockeys that blazed the trail back in those early days. Don't just think of Seabiscuit, or the guy who rode Seabiscuit, or how much money you lost by not betting on Seabiscuit. Baby, I'm not coming home for a little while. I'm so sorry. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I'm Roy Wood Jr. and this has been CP Time and remember we're for the culture. Uh, can somebody help me put on this fake mustache? There's a gentleman named Knuckles swinging by to get some money and I don't have it for him and I've got to get the hell out of here. Come on, man. Okay, all right. This location has been compromised. Come on, Jennifer Lewis. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. Plus. Trinity School of Natural Health can help you be part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry. With an education that empowers communities, Trinity grads can change lives by applying natural health principles and techniques in holistic practices or stores selling nourishing health products. Offering 19 online programs that fit your busy schedule, you'll get training to help turn your passion into a career. Enroll today at trinityschool.org.
That's trinityschool.org. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.